Hey, how you doing? Okay, so number 49. One of the books that's been, I want to say, like, recommended to me and also just floating around my, like, field of vision for the past, you know, maybe year and a half, um, especially because I've been working with coaches and people in, like, mental health and personal development industries is The Untethered Soul. Now, the book cover has never really tantalized me. I'm not sure if that's the right way to use that word. But, and also, um, I feel like I've only, only until recently was I finding alternative ways to get books. Before, it was like I had to buy it or I had to find it at the library. And, or I had to buy, like I was trying to buy things used on Amazon. Because um, as much as I love physical books, it it did occur to me like that that I kind of accumulate them and they sit there after I read them or you know you throw them away or they end up at a goodwill it's just one of those things where I'm trying to reduce the amount of waste I contribute with books because it's so easy and free to do them digitally now so I'm just trying to anyways anyways so why are we here why are we talking about that book well, because, like, if you um, practice any sort of, like, meditation or mindfulness or you're kind of in that space of personal development that um, talks about how you're, you know, the separation between the ego and the awareness and things like that. So if you're not familiar whatsoever, I don't know how you got here. Welcome home, little buddy. But <laughs> um, the, the bones of this shit is that you are not your thoughts. I think I talked about this in like episode three. Yeah, maybe it's three. But you are not your thoughts. You are watching your thoughts and you're experiencing your thoughts. And you're not like, so when you stub your toe, like you're not really your toe. You are receiving the sensory information from the body and the toe in the body. And you're putting, you're just receiving information. Like you're the observer of everything is basically the point that awareness is the intangible the ineffable the thing that we are that can't be scientifically defined and such like that you know the soul the soul is awareness essentially that's the basis of that field and obviously i am explaining the most basic honestly whitewashed version of of a lot of what like you know buddhism is about and a bunch of you know just a lot of anyways do your own thing, do your research, find out what you like, cool, 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 but stick with me. So, if we start there, if we start with, you know, you are the awareness, you're not, um, your thoughts and shit like that. That's always made sense to me once I kind of wrap my head around it. I want to say I started getting into, like, a for real, like, spiritual cognitive journey thing when I was listening to, um, A New Earth, like, pod the podcast where... Eckhart and um, Oprah are like talking about a new earth. Um, that shit really, that that shit blew my mind. So, anyways, anti freaking ways. The point being is that I'm, I finally am am listening to the audiobook of this book. Right, it's the Untethered Soul, not a new earth. Um, I ended up finding a new earth in a Goodwill, one day when I was not looking for it. So crazy. Right after I listened to the podcast, that was like God moment. Anyways. Oh god, so distracted, right? I have a point. I promise. And it's pretty fucking good. To the point. 
Um, all right, so you're not your, <laughs> you're not your thoughts, and um, that's made sense to me. I could really get with that from that point forward once I started understanding it, and that's how I was able to like see the value in meditation, see the value in, you know, I had already started, you know my mental health like healing journey for a long time at that point so I was in a space to receive that information honestly if you told me that shit I was dissociating when I was depressed for sure so like I would have been like yes you're right I'm not my body but I wouldn't have like taken it as a positive and like you know wanted to change my life but this side of it you know the positive side um if you're able to get with the idea it's helpful because um it it gives you a relationship to your feelings instead of making your feelings your feelings and one of the things that elizabeth gilbert talks about in big magic and that you know you you'll find everywhere is um not wanting to banish fear necessarily because it's basically fucking impossible um there's a lot of hardwiring and a lot of instincts and quite frankly a lot of unhealed trauma out here in this bitch and that's it's not fine but it's fine because that's just where you are right now and we can accept that So, okay, you have fear and you have pain and you have, like, this urge to avoid things. But, like, Elizabeth Gilbert puts it, like, instead of fear driving in the car and basically never driving, like, just sitting in the front seat, like, crying or whatever, you can take fear with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you drive the car and you basically, like, fear can tweak if they want to. But, like, building that relationship to where, like, you almost have an unconditional like maybe not love but like acceptance to where it's like maybe you need to like you're in the middle of something and you can tell you're at a breakthrough and you need to like basically turn into your passenger seat and be like listen bitch you get to come on this journey with me talking to fear uh you get to come on this journey with me but right now you're being a little too chatty and it's just not helpful so i need you to shut the hell up because i'm trying to do something you know what i'm saying like be the boss be the big kid be the parent of the situation because you are not the fear, you're not the anxiety, da da da. Okay, cool. So I feel like that's a good base layer. Um, and and uh, so that's the layer that I was at where I was like, okay, I can understand that. And that's what helps you, the weird thing about doing a spiritual and a mental health kind of journey is that there's also this physical world that you're always working with, you know? There's like society and shit. And it's not, society's weird right now. <laughs> So it might be a great time for a breakthrough because nothing is normal. Um, but so you're always contending with the pressures that allowed you to get into the depression and the weird space in the first place. The The outside world is fine with you being like asleep and like basically thinking you are your emotions. So you're in this thing and you're you're aware that you are not your feelings. And from there, you have to like you use that information so that you don't act based on your feelings that is really that is where like people allow and I'm totally guilty of this but I'm just pointing out a a flaw is that people allow their diagnoses and shit like that to be their identity because they exclusively act from that place obviously I know you know I'm saying things can be all-encompassing and it is your brain we're talking about so it's not like you can easily separate yourself from your brain but that's the whole point of um meditation and observing and journaling is like allow the things because they're gonna be there anyways and then just like observe be aware of like that's where like the awareness piece comes in so fuck where are we at okay (laughs) 
I'm always like, I hope, I hope we can find our way. Um, but like, so you don't want to act on fear. You don't want to act on da da da. Obviously, there are some. This is not the same as intuition, people. We're talking anxiety. We're not talking about that gut feeling where you're like, hey, it's time to get out the jam, but you don't have the cognitive, like, conscious explanation. We're talking about when you want to submit, you know, your music or your writing piece to some sweepstakes or some bullshit, and basically you're just telling yourself you're not good enough, or you're like, wow, what if I get rejected? Like, anything. Even if it's, like, being anxious like just being in a group and thinking about what everybody's like thinking of you and shit like that all of that is allowing the fear and shit to like dictate your decisions and I think that I don't know like a lot of us just like submit to the emotions because they feel we're feeling them you know and if you don't practice any type of mindfulness if you don't practice like controlling your awareness it's basically you're basically just like have you ever been like surfing or swimming and you just like yes of course you crash all the time yes of course you go under all the time but like you ever just kind of like really get smacked like back to back with like waves and just you're like okay hope I hope I can get up like hope it can calm down it's basically how it feels when you don't know that you're not your emotions is that like you're constantly being like slapped in the face like these giant waves of um, externally triggered internally triggered emotions that still aren't you and I think that's one of the interesting another segue I know I know stick with me one of the interesting things about people um you know being on their deathbeds and being like damn I wish I lived like a life that was more me like why didn't they why didn't they like imagine if like you could get out of the water you know what I'm saying from time to time like I think I don't know I just think life is like so much more valuable when you are not always like just like being done to you know what I'm saying like when you can just be like okay that's happening but it doesn't have to be happening to me and it doesn't have to be me but anywho that's just like part of the key of mindfulness is just like be where you're at like be where the fuck you're at um it's really good for ADHD it's really good for basically anything because obviously these are all like your brain and your emotions and different like literal chemical imbalances like fucking with your experience so if you can get mindful and be in the present um usually by like attaching your consciousness and your awareness to your physical body i suggest being super fucking conscious washing dishes i really like that one or eating you know just really paying attention to the experience of eating but anyways i need to get back to the main road like let me just we stop for gas okay we got gas let's go back back on the highway okay (laughs) so you are not your thoughts or your feelings or your fears and then on top of that the reason you need to know that is so that you don't allow them to dictate your whole life even pleasure even pleasure pleasure is different than joy joy can be like you can create that yourself but like pleasure is where you become addicted to things and you seek it when you're in pain versus you know what I'm saying like pleasure is another emotion to get lost in to be honest you know what I'm saying that can be a vice too so moderation it's weird how much moderation is like really a thing because I prefer to go hard to go home but I'm, I understand I understand what the universe is trying to say anywho um so boom you don't do what your thoughts say because then you would literally just be like 
following a carrot in front of your face your whole life. It would be very, it would be, that would be where, that's why marketing works. You know what I'm saying? Like, they show you some bad bitch and you're like, I should probably have that because that's a bad bitch. And either I want one or I want to be one. You know what I'm saying? Like, where you have, like, marketing, all all of it just plays on what your emotions want. And that's going to motivate you to do things because that's how most people live their lives. Um, Impulse control is a skill, ladies and gentle bros. Um, so basically I'm, I'm saying all of this and we're talking about the untethered soul because the way he explained one of the things I struggle helping people with the most is like so genius. So he's talking about, um, he starts by talking about what if you had a thorn in your arm and you have two options, basically you, it like hurts super, super fucking bad anytime anything touches it. So you have two options. One, you go through your whole life like trying to not let it touch anything like easy easy money right um and then the other one is obviously to like get rid of the thorn um or just like allow the thorn to do its thing i guess to eventually get rid of the thorn anyways most people are living their life through option a you know what i'm saying like oh i have this feeling i don't like i'm never going to feel that feeling um oh I like got my heart broke one time it was so fucking bad that I'm never gonna feel again it's not like you should go out looking for pain unless that's your thing you know what I'm saying um (laughs) but it's that I think people have a lot of regrets in life because they build their whole life out of avoidance of pain or like substituting one pain for another instead of like really feeling what it's like to be them um if that makes sense but anyway so he's talking about this thorn analogy and it's pretty dope because he's like talking about everything people will do you know build this really cool contraption to cover the thing on the arm and like you know all of these workarounds that are so inefficient when there could be a solution without all these man-made tools you feel me um where you could be yourself and be around everything else and not have to change everything around yourself because that's i guess part of the problem right is our thoughts and fears make us want to change shit around us to change our thoughts and fears or just like protect us from that one thought or fear or emotion that we really fucking hate so when you're talking about loneliness and like loneliness and did i say that wrong twice i'm not doing it again because i'm afraid of embarrassment even though I don't know. Anyways, we're just keeping it moving. So it's like, okay, boom. So he's talking about loneliness and he's basically saying that if you feel like loneliness is like this affliction and you either, all, you're always trying to find ways to get rid of it and you're not really trying to get rid of it. You're trying to get rid of the feeling of it. So if you're always spending, you know, money or time or like you're spending so much time on other people or like you, you can't stand to be alone or like, when you when you are afraid to be alone with an emotion when you don't think you can be with it that is when you don't have any fucking control over your life i'm sorry i had to say it it's true so um with loneliness he was just saying that like you're like any solution you have that isn't actually healing the shit and allowing it to be itself like anything you're trying to do to modify something that is is a non-acceptance and is just going to mean that as soon as you can't like it's like basically having like um how people get the pain pills you know what i'm saying where it's like you might have a real pain and like if you don't ever like even try to kind of like get off of those and you become addicted to it then it's like you can't go without 
the cover-up that's not even that's like caffeine addiction like I <laughs> bro um that headache you know what I'm saying like that's real shit so I guess I don't even know if I explained that very well I don't really I <laughs> listen I just thought it was really good because I think I have trouble um explaining to people like I feel like I just give people really harsh advice sometimes when they talk about loneliness um because what I hate way more than being alone or feeling isolated is being around like being misunderstood or being like settling in terms of company I don't like that shit I don't and obviously I don't like it to an extreme like that's a part of my own thorn where I'm like I hate being disappointed I hate being misunderstood um I hate feeling like I gotta like slow down or like I'm cool with like growing to be with people but I hate feeling like I have to slow down to be with people and that's like probably some narcissism but we just gonna let it ride for now you know we just gonna be with it um but anywho so I'm always just like okay well no the answer is not to go find people yet the answer is to enjoy like feel the emotions you want to feel with other people by yourself and then you get to have them with other people like that's my whole that was the whole um takeout analogy from I don't know however many episodes ago which that's one of my favorite things I think one of my favorite episodes because I was like I don't know it took me forever to do it and I was rambling like now but it was it was good so if you haven't listened go listen um but basically just that like I don't I don't like settling just to feel loneliness I think because I was like fine with isolation as a kid and then like really just wasn't connected to people when I was depressed that I don't really fear being disconnected I probably should fear it a little more you know um but yeah so my advice is really like one-sided on that part but I I realized from listening to the audiobook and like reassessing how I see these kind of like vices or really just everything is just like an event or an emotion or a trigger so it's like that one in particular um I think it's valuable to just realize that like the loneliness is really not a problem it's like having pain because you like broke your foot it's like you should know that your foot's broken so like we're not mad at the pain for real like we might be and that's kind of how like our society and the pharmaceutical industry work where it's like let me cover up this symptom right quick don't even worry about it player I'm sure it's fine because this symptom you don't even have to cure that disease because this symptom is going to be under control it's going to come with six or seven other symptoms but like whatever or side effects that's just how I feel like a lot of us handle our problems and handle our emotions and then it's also how like obviously society works as a whole and it's how humanity works you know what I'm saying um obviously we're getting to a place where it's actually pretty cool to see um how I don't want to say liberal I want to say accepting and like non-binary we're getting as a society like the peer pressure to accept things that you can't define is like tremendous and I'm fucking with it um obviously I've always have stuff to unlearn myself and everybody with privilege whether you think you need to unlearn stuff or not you definitely probably the fuck do um always good to talk to people who have left less privilege than you to see what it's like and see what you can do and see what you have that they don't so you can use it in a productive way another tangent okay 
we had to change tire and now we're back on the road um honestly I feel like that was basically the point is that if you don't run away from certain feelings if you don't let it be the like the whole dictator of your whole life is like damn I feel this loneliness creeping in I need to do something obviously sometimes it's good to do things but again it's like anything you repress you still got it you know what I'm saying it's like when people it's not like this because water evaporates but it's like I didn't know how many people kick ice cubes under the fridge that's crazy that's crazy I mean object permanence I totally understand as much as the next guy the out of sight is out of mind trust me but that's not really how like our minds work like our actual minds and, and it has an effect on the body anything you're holding on to that needs to be released has an effect on the body I'm pretty sure you can die from not going to the bathroom it's like that you know what I'm saying you're just like oh I don't really want to do that because it's like momentary discomfort or like I don't like taking my pants off <laughs> whatever whatever story you're telling yourself to justify not allowing yourself to release an emotion that's fine but that's what you're doing just so you know like you don't just because you never even if you never feel an emotion you don't like it's not because it's not in there it's because you are a professional repressor probably and and you probably are rich because who the fuck is like truly able to avoid every emotion they don't like at all times even people that like you know like those super positive people that are like mad wholesome and like i think this girl one of my mom's friends is like this and she's like is her name suzanne no sally cindy this cindy is a queen but cindy's just like a pure soul right she just be like dead ass like a ray of sunshine and you know what cindy probably has all the emotions but she also has trust that you know god and time will pass those emotions she also has um lots of grace for other people because again like the awareness in you is infinite allegedly so it doesn't really have to be impatient like your emotions and your discomfort is your discomfort is impatient because it's gonna go away (laughs) you know what i'm saying you can get numb to anything and not even numb you can let something pass you know what i'm saying um like you can let something heal and it will run its course nothing 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 is permanent except for like you know the laws of gravity and shit which is only permanent in this dimension or like you know this universe so but y'all get the point i hope that basically if you don't know where to go in your life it's you you know now now is a good as good a time as any to like assess what your vices are in terms of your internal space um and honestly i have certain things that i'm not working on but the like knowing that that's a thing that i avoid allows me to like at least just be conscious of what you are like numbing yourself from and like uh, on occasion test yourself like i don't like trying new foods i sometimes do and 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Eventually, across your lifetime, whatever you're afraid to go test and touch and, like, work on is going to come up. And it's probably going to fuck up your opportunity if you're not willing to, like, get a little curious. That's all I'm saying. And you can live small if you want to, but I just can't afford to live like that. Do you know what? Do you hear me? Do you know how not okay I would be if I like, wait, let me not say that because God's going to test me. But what I would say if I was going to say this, but I'm not because I'm grateful, looks around at ceiling, um, is that like, I'm not built for regular life. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. Like it's not for me I'm come on now you know I'm not nah come on the office pleasantries the the dress codes the commute ah it's not for me it's not for me at least for now I can say with certainty that like you can have goals as long especially if they're not rooted in fear Like, I really just like certain things about certain lifestyles, and that's what I want. Like, that allows me to do the other things and grow in other ways, like the active growth things I'm thinking about. So everything, I don't want to say everything has a cost, but in terms of being like a time-bound being, there's a before and after, there's a cause and effect. So it's like, if you want a result, but you're not willing to deal with like, the fears and shit you have now you're always going to just want that result you're never going to be there you know what i'm saying like if you get stuck if you never challenge the small fears and the uh, like the shit you have right now why would you get something new why would you get why would you be able to handle what you want that's what i that's my thing about like people getting into relationships when they're not ready is like you're forcing something that you're not even going to be able to enjoy unless you heal your shit Cause that shit's gonna come up and boom 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 you're gonna think this is just a normal part of a relationship when really like you could be like experiencing life differently if you heal your shit and i'm always gonna be team like positive peer pressure get a therapist if you can afford one because i mean the results look at the results it's me you can't see me because it's a podcast shout out to that one guy that like commented on apple Podcasts that I need to add visuals to this podcast because I don't know. At first it made me mad because I was like, men are so unsatisfiable. Um, (laughs) And also just like, boys, not for you. But then I was like, let me stop. Um, Now that I'm an awoke being (laughs) and I'm like love and light and patience and kindness and shit um, is really funny. And also, you know, being a visual artist, I'm like, you know what? True. I need to figure out how to animate or something. Or maybe I'll do videos. I don't know. Um, But shout out that guy. Because that's the thing. Is people are always going to push it. I still think I'm allowed to be like angry at societal shit. Because how the fuck else is it going to change? You know what I'm saying? But on individual levels. Like I don't have to let. I don't have to let the individual one on one moments. Like be the death of me or whatever. I can't like I could go full Jordan if it works for you it works for you that's my thing if being lonely or something like that or avoiding loneliness works for you go off but if you want something else you have to do something else I feel like that's pretty straightforward you know um you could you know take that personally word to Michael and go off and go stupid and 
achieve or you could um i don't know you could just you know you could just sit down and you know tweet about it cry or like complain with other people who are exactly where you are about it there's nothing wrong with that I think we're done here. This is a full 30 minutes. I don't want to do these 30 minute long and not have bloopers at the end. So I definitely need to get back on my shit. I know, I know, I know. Um, But I got a bunch of commissions to do and logos and stuff. So, and websites. Oh, God help me. So I will just wrap it up here. We'll get back to the real shit when we get back to the real shit. Hopefully you gain something from this experience. I cannot believe y'all be listening to this. <laughs> but that's why I love podcasts. It's very, like, passive. Like, you could ignore most of what I'm saying if you wanted to. Your loss, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like when I first started this podcast, too, I gave, like, you know, like, my family, family the link. Because I was thinking I was about to be, like, mad intellectual and, like, real clean and intentional but um pretty sure I was just talking about prehistoric pussy in the last the last rant so it's just you know what I mean like we just gotta accept all the things that life comes with like I'm a I'm a well-rounded <laughs> individual <laughs> I don't <laughs> I can't I gotta go <laughs>